Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top-quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour-bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser-cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. They've got it. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or the experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au. Even better, visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. It is chainsaw time on Andy Raymond Unfiltered. It's also Dream Team time. We're joined by a fella who played 309 first grade games for three clubs, played four Origins as well. Andrew McCulloch has joined us since 1908. Less than 50 players have recorded 300. What an awesome, what an elite club to be a part of, mate. Very proud of it. Yeah, firstly, thanks for having me on, mate. Appreciate you um, driving down to Brizzy today. It's um, good fun. And yeah, it's um, yeah, 300. Didn't think obviously getting there, but yeah. I just enjoyed it. Um, and playing in those clubs, I think, helps you stay so long in the game and make sure you enjoy it for what it was. But I just enjoyed my football and. Yeah, I was lucky enough to, I guess, play 300, um, but, yeah, just got the most out of my body as possible. I did a recent podcast series on who could or who should be the next immortal and came across Brian Bevan, uh, an Aussie who played only a handful of games for the Roosters back in the 40s, but he played in the UK. He amassed 696 games, 796 tries over 23 seasons, I reckon his body would be bashed up, but he was a winger. Yeah. After 309, how's the McCulloch body of yeah. the morning? Not too bad. Oh, it's in the morning. It's pretty good now. Yeah. Um, I was pretty lucky. Um, just had the, the, the knee clean out once I finished retired. Yep. Um, but I had – I've got – I need a shoulder replacement on my left hand. My Sorry, my left shoulder, sorry. I um, need a shoulder replacement, so that's – A replacement, not yeah, a recode. so that's my, my – I sort of obviously got – that's my um, – Flexibility there now. Wow. So I need a full um, replacement, which I, I, I could have got done, but there's no real point. Um, as I talk about it, it coming back, the, the, the chronic, I guess, stiffness and soreness, yep. so I'm better off waiting till I'm a bit older than get the whole thing done now. But, yeah, shoulder replacement at 33, but that's that's right. I, de- I had I dealt with it for the last probably three or four years, so it mm. worked out well, but, yeah, and there's no point getting it done now. What are you up to with yourself? What what occupies your day? Um. So working game development with the Broncos, so that's just coaching um, uh, both juniors and a little bit of senior stuff, but more so in the in the era of the Darling Downs, which is where I grew up. Yep. So my chance to go back and, and, and go to the schools that I was obviously went to, um, the junior clubs. That's cool. Yeah, so I was pretty good and know a lot of the kids there now or their parents, so that makes yeah. it easier going back. But, yeah, doing that. For the Broncos and a bit of corporate stuff for the Dragons, which is more above, they call it above the border um, type stuff when they've got things on up in Queensland, yep. you sort of um, do that role. So it's, um, yeah, good balance, a little bit of different radio stuff, just sort of transitioning from a year out of footy and seeing what I like and don't like. And, yeah, we'll just 
this year has been good, good balance, and I've really enjoyed it, actually. Now you don't have the distractions of training and playing. You go to a school, you see that look in a mm. young kid's eye. Um, it's pretty special, isn't it? It's pretty cool. Like you guys, you may not have to be role models, no. but these kids think you're superstars. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think just naturally as a player, you sort of take it for granted. You th- yeah. Not, not intentionally, but you just think, oh, yeah, you just sort of. Not really realising because you're so caught up in your own world of um, obviously playing because you need to. And yeah. That's just the nature of the beast of preparing and being right for the game and you know, preparations, everything. So you sort of get lost in a little bit of your own world and, and being very selfish, which obviously you need to be. Yep. Um, so you sort of, yeah, don't understand, the I guess, the impact you can have on mm. kids um, these days and confidence and that's where I get a real kick out of now is trying to give, especially my area, some kids some confidence to try and, nice. um, I guess, reach their dreams. It doesn't have to be rugby league. It could be anything in, mm. in, in life, and I think sort of gets lost a little bit now within school, um, I guess, trying to help those kids build some confidence what they're mm. going to do after after school and, and be allowed to have setbacks and, and try and get back to mm. – Reaching their goals, I think it's a little bit lost now in the in the I guess in the school system. Yeah, it does. And, and look, I think rugby league and a lot of these rugby league schools, um, their first priority is to make a young man a better young man. Yeah. And if they happen to have rugby league talent, that's even better. Yeah. But, but the first priority is helping a young man because mate, we've been there and done it. And yeah. Young blokes get lost. Well, um. Just crazy when you go to most schools now and you, you say, "Oh, who wants to play rugby league?" You know, grow up, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, that ten or fifteen kids put their hand up, and when you tell them that it's like a something point five percent of players that can go on, and then obviously if the next statistic is the average is forty or fifty games. Mm. So you try and drill into them the actual chances of that is unlikely. So what way you got to do is work out ways. To and tell them that it's a good idea to have a crack at rugby league, but if you're not as good as you think, yeah, you got to find ways to improve yourself away yeah. from football. Yeah. Um, then, if you really want to have a crack at, what do you need to do that the other kids aren't doing? So you do have a chance to, um, I guess, be there and get a, and, and get a chance of playing in a role because everyone learns at different paces. So you got to find out um, what you need to do is that you know the other kids aren't doing because. Yeah. You'll train Tuesdays and Thursdays or whatever, but what's that little bit extra that you know that's going to give you that ten percent? Ten percent, yeah, that gets you there. And a lot of kids understand understand that you need to be small parts. You don't have to be there for an hour or two hours. Yep. It's just a little bit better than the mindset that you know. Well, I've done an extra two hours this week compared to the other kids. So yeah. that helps. Any episode, any time, our interviews never date, never, any of them. Over 500 to choose from. Download the lot and rip in, legends. Okay, uh, this is the Dream Team. How did you go with it, mate? Have, have you come up with a best I've, I've got a, 13? Oh, I haven't got 13. I've got a few good ones that I could sort of go uh, there for this this 13. Okay, well, what 13 is it? 13 of the worst rigs that I've seen within the... I love this. Oh, I love this. And this basic- just something a little bit different. You know what? You, know, you see professional athletes and you think of bodies and even though they might have a bad body, they're still really good players. So it just yeah. typifies and help. That's another good thing kids learn. You don't have to be the six-pack and no. you know, whatever to play um, rugby league. It's all about um, 
who are as a player. So, yeah, I'll give it a bit of a crack. Is this really just an opportunity to bag some mates? Yeah, there's a few there. I think yeah. there's a good few there, but, yeah, there's some big names too. I think they'll okay. even justify that. So. Yeah. Okay, mate, let's, uh, let's start working our way through this. So the one I'll put Corey Norman. Corey Norman, he's like nicknamed the dog's body. So, yep. yeah. He's like a barley dog. You know those barley dogs you see and they're just beat up all yuck-looking things? He's got a rig like that. Bit of a bit of a mixer as well. Mixer as well. Um, yeah, so he'd be he'd be the fullback. Yep. On the wings, I'd probably have oh who do I have on the wings? I had a couple of there. Imel Hunt. No good. Because uh, you played with him at Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. Just big body, but you gotta put him on there. Yep. Um in the centres, I had Jack Reed. He's got that nice, you know, English tan, you know, that, that pommy tan. Yeah. So he's in. He's one of the centres. Gets sunburnt from the uh, from, from the light. The lights, yeah. um, you know, in the halves. And now I'm going to have um, Cameron Munster. No good Munster. No good Munster. For I'm going compared to what you see on TV when yeah. they play too. So you yeah. got to take into account, you know. It's not bad, but when you see what they they can do on TV, yeah. it's um, yeah, it doesn't add up sometimes. Fair he'll enough. understand that. He knows that. Yeah. Um, I got my my good mate Benny Hunt at seven. That's pre two thousand and fourteen season. Um, and pre two thousand and fourteen. Um, what was his nickname? Brucey, Brucey Bogtrotter. <laughs> that was um, yep. That was you know, he would even admit himself. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the best. Little, little chubby kid. Yeah. He used to play. That's why he got the 300 games. His first 100, he played five minutes off the bench. So he was, <laughs> it's, um, that was prime, the big fella. Um, up front, I'd probably got Josh Maguire. Um, yeah, the show bags, big show, Moose. Yep. Whatever you want to call him, shit show, all those type of names. Him, him and Sammy Thide up front. Thide, no Thide, Thide. Okay, Maguire and Thorday. Yeah, look at Sammy. What he's that, you know that just goes back to my point. You know, Sammy wasn't you know yeah yeah, but he could obviously the way he played was you that's know, right. He knows himself. He loved his treats. Um, back row, you'd have to have Gavin Cooper. Nothing impressive underneath the jersey. No, but he was another one that played for Queensland, won a competition, but yeah. the rig's not you know overly crash hot. Um, who else is there? I'd probably have. Matty Gillette, too, is probably another one. He, he's one of those blokes yeah. that had to put, put the weight on now. If you looked at him now, he's looked like an ice addict, so he's about 80-odd kilos. <laughs> but he knows himself he had to put that weight on to play, and, yeah, he was – Rig wasn't there considering what he was doing on the field. So yeah, okay. I'd like to – that'd be probably my rough sort of 13 that off the top of my head, mate, that would be close to it. There'd be someone else that'll pop up during the chat that we can certainly – What about uh, what about Hooker? Um, Hooker. The- Oh, the great Cameron Smith for years yeah, has been referred to yeah, as the really accountant. Got, yeah, probably. Like compared to obviously the type of play, you could, you could probably get in there. Um, Hooker. Oh, mate, that's got me. Yeah, put, put, the, put the great Cameron Smith in there. How frustrating did that get over the years, mate? It was like uh, playing 5-8 in the era of Wally Lewis, playing yeah. Hooker in the era of Cameron Smith. Yeah, that's that's this life, man. Everyone's got different journeys. Like, obviously, you'd always wanted to play, but I yeah. wasn't the only one on the boat. I think Friendy was in the same boat, and a couple other guys probably around that era, Matty mm-hmm. Ballon. Um, so that's, that's just the way it is. I, you know, obviously went on to win how many 10 series, something yeah. ridiculous, um, player, calibre of players, and, yeah, good bloke off the field. So, no, it was sweet. I wasn't 
I was just happy I was playing and whatever happened ended up happening, but just got to make sure I'd enjoyed it and just keep being me. I want to ask you about a stat that I came across, and we've had some wonderful goal kickers in our game from uh, Keith Barnes, Ross Conlon, Daryl Halligan to the modern-day guys, but none of them have a percentage as good as you. 100% goal kicking (laughs) percentage, one from one. Best ever in the history books. Um, how and when did that one goal happen? My two fiftieth at Suncorp actually. I must have scored late, and we're up by a few against the Dogs at home. So, pretty much how I did that, and I was one from one field goals as well. So, one from one field goals. Field goals. Did like a Matty Rogers type field goal back in two thousand and fourteen or something like that. Just yeah. snapped it straight. Through. I think we're up by twelve or something like that with you no. Know, wouldn't have been much time left. I think it was rough. What's the run. reaction of your teammates when you, when a non-kicker snaps a field goal? Yeah, it was that because it went over. So and it obviously made sense. So yeah. then everyone's like, yeah, that's that was fine. It's a good call, or you know whatever it was, or so that's fine. But if it had missed, and obviously you roll the dice and mm. don't quite get it, I think you're in a bit of strife. But yeah, I think Hooker can kind of get away with it because it's sort of hidden away that that sort of play. I guess if you throw a dummy and just come out the other way and put yeah. it over, so. Yeah, it was a bit unexpected, but went over, so crossed my fingers in. A worst Riggs dream team from the legend Andrew McCulloch, Corey Norman, Dog's Body, Heimel Hunt representing the wingers, Jack Reed representing the centres, Cameron Munster at 5'8", Benny Hunt, little Brucey Bogtrotter at 7. He would have known he was coming in for a sledge even before he pressed play. Josh Maguire and Sam Thiday in the front row. We've tentatively penciled Cameron Smith in the middle. Hooker, Gavin Cooper, and Maddie Gillett are representing our back row. As always, a pleasure, mate. Um, hope the summer's a good one up here in Queensland and uh, bring on the footy for 24. That's exactly right. Thanks, mate. So, 20 minutes after conducting this interview with the chainsaw, I get a phone call and he says, mate, I've forgotten two that are absolute certainties. Can you please add them to the list? So it is with great joy I add Blake Laurie and Josh Kerr to the Sloppy Rigs, Andrew McCulloch, 13. That's it for another edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. This is what our off-season looks like because the footy talk, it never stops. Early in the week, we release a podcast titled Debut Day, speaking to current and former players about the first time they stepped foot onto an NRL field. Midweek, it's the Best Of podcast. Interview highlights with some of the biggest names the game has ever seen. We've got immortals, blokes that should be immortals, test captains, origin superstars, premiership winners, and a whole lot more. These are the best footy stories you will ever hear. Weekends, our Dream Team series continues. We love it, we know you do too, so we get to continue the arguments over who is the best 13 ever. This is the only footy podcast that talks with the superstars and not about them every single episode. Free episodes weekly, all off-season. Make sure you come back soon, legends. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. 
Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. They've got it. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or the experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au. Even better, visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support.